Bonjour, ladies, and welcome to Life Reimagined. I'm Sherry Harmel, Certified Life and Career Coach and hostess of this podcast, where we will focus on how you can create your own Life Reimagined. Each week, I'll be sharing ideas, stories, and helpful tips that get you moving so that you can live rather than just dream about that life you desire. I did it, and so can you. Well, let's jump into today's episode. Hi, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of Be The Real You podcast. I'm Sherry Harmel, business and life coach, as well as founder and editor of Be The Real You magazine. So the topic today is heart's desire. What is your heart's desire? I was sitting with my friend Valerie in Boston after a long day of looking at our apartments to purchase, and she asked me, what do you see yourself doing over the next 10 years? I was sort of stumped. As a coach, I'm usually the one asking questions. Yes, (laughs) what is mine and your heart's desire? Well, one of my heart's desire is coming true, which is moving back to Boston. But what else do I want to create in my life? What is truly important to me in this life? And how does my heart's desire fit with me living as my real and true self? Your heart's desire is all about identifying what it is that you truly desire. You, not the desires that someone else has for you, or what we used to say back in high school, the cool kids are doing. It's what you want, and that is the foundation to being the real you. No matter what your age or how accomplished you are, we can all be influenced by the opinions, beliefs, and wants of others and end up chasing things that really aren't aligned with our true selves. In Boston, looking at apartments, I almost drove over my own heart's desire because of my love of old interiors and architecture. Valerie is not only the best real estate agent I've ever known, but because she's my friend, she took great care of me and wanted me to see everything so that I could be absolutely sure of my decision. One apartment was a newly renovated building with beautiful crown moldings, a good amount of space, and a gorgeous large kitchen with all the bells and whistles. It was in Beacon Hill, so imagine the oldest section of Boston with uneven cobblestone sidewalks, street lanterns, and hills galore. The kitchen was fabulous, and the fixtures in the bathroom, the closet fittings, and the space were all, let me just say, ooh-la-la amazing. In contrast, the other apartment that I was seriously considering is in the seaport area which has a very different history. In the 19th century, it used to be all wars, where the raw materials came off the ships, things like materials for textiles and leather-making factories, plus a whole lot of fish. In the 20th century, it was filled with grim-looking warehouses and surface parking lots. I mean, it was sort of like a Gene Hackman scary movie set. The Big Dig, though, opened up this area, and since 2016, it has been totally reconfigured into something pretty fabulous. The redevelopment has included several hotels, 
loads of really, truly fabulous restaurants and a few condo complexes. Now, it doesn't have the old charm of the Back Bay or Beacon Hill, but it has the water close by. And in the redevelopment, they created a 43-mile walking and biking trail along the ocean that they call the Harbor Walk. So one apartment was all about what I was going to do inside the apartment. And the other was about my lifestyle, incorporating what I want to do outside the apartment. Decisions, decisions. Frankly, I had to use one of my lifelines and call a friend. I called Mimi, my sister friend in Paris, and ran through the options. Suddenly, just talking about the differences, I realized that because one of my goals is to get in better shape, be around people yet connected to business, and the seaport, honestly, was my better option. But what's so important here is do you see how quickly I got my head turned by beautiful furnishings, historical buildings, and dare I say cobblestones? So what turns your head? A new title, money, what other people find most interesting, the fantasy of something. Well, using a lifeline helps. When you have a choice decision to make, call your coach, call a friend. You know in your heart what you should do. And being able to share with a trusted friend as you go through your options is invaluable. Here's my heart's desire list, and maybe it will inspire you to create your own list. And it's only three, and I'll explain in just a minute why the number three is key here. I want to make new friends, expand my network while staying connected to my good friends who, are, who live in cities that I am not. Now, I'll be honest with you, staying connected is work. I've moved a good bit in my lifetime, and often I didn't work hard enough to stay connected with friends, many who were very important people to me at certain times in my life. What I unfortunately had to learn is that once time passes without contact, people are not very willing to reconnect. Life moves on for everyone, not just you. So if you have people that are important to you, do the work to stay in contact. We all need a support system around us. So what's yours? If it's just one person, think about how you can expand that to include others. And there are degrees of friendship. Some are your closest, dearest, most trustworthy of friends. And I only have a couple of those. Others will be people who enjoy doing the same things that you do. You enjoy them, but your time with them is usually spent doing the things you both enjoy. You don't sit around and have heart's desire conversations with these friends. But as humans, we need all kinds of friends. Another heart's desire of mine. I want to grow my magazine into something that is big. I don't know what that is going to look like or even what big means. But I want the magazine to help women be loved and enjoyed by women and inspire women to live, work, and create as their real and true selves. That's my mission. But what's your professional mission or passion? What do you want to feel good about? Who or what do you want to help while you are here on earth in this lifetime? 
Lonnie Brown, an American who I interviewed in my first magazine issue, was driven to create her business out of a passion to help new mothers create healthy, non-toxic nurseries. When she was pregnant with her first baby, she discovered how many baby products are being sold as natural and yet are toxic. So Lonnie's own experiences fueled her passion. Another interview in my magazine's first issue was with Amanda Godfrey. She's a super creative Brit who lives in Paris and continues to share her creativity through interior design. Now, if you wonder whether creating beautiful rooms and buildings is a true passion or even mission, look at a few photos of Paris, the city where I live half the year. Inspect a beautiful door, a gorgeous intricate railing, the detailed ceiling plaster work, a chandelier, a garden, or a bridge that were all created by singular people many, many decades ago. These are people who had a vision and decided to share it with the world. Looking at the creations of others can expand our own creativity, and it certainly makes us happy. So yes, sharing beautiful interior design is an amazing passion. If you are feeling like you have no real passion or mission around your work, we need to talk because life is too short to be going through the motions without passion. My third, and I alluded to this, my third heart's desire is to get in shape. And remember, I shared that my head was turned by all the the beautiful apartment, you know, all the furnishings and the things that I love inside of it. Well, I forgot that one of my biggest heart desires is to get back in shape. Well, COVID, Minneapolis's weather, loneliness, boredom, I have loads of excuses. But the end result is that I lost the fitness accomplishments I'd achieved when I first arrived back in Minneapolis, and I want them back. Plus, one weekend in Boston made me realize how much more I naturally get exercise in a big city. I don't have to make a gym appointment to get moving. Steps are everywhere in cities like Boston and Paris. Homes are built upwards rather than wide. Walking and moving is just part of everyday life in a big city. But if you don't live in a big city and this is one of your heart's desires, pretend you do. Create little ways you can incorporate more exercise into your daily life. Park your car far from your destination. Walk to the grocery store or the coffee shop. Make yourself do jumping jacks as you move from room to room. Sounds a little nuts, but if incorporating more movement into your life is one of your heart's desire, improvise. Now, I said I only came up with three heart's desires that I'm working on over the next 90 days, and that was intentional. The brain can't handle a long list. It wants to create a pattern because your brain likes patterns. A list of 10 is too hard for the brain to deal with. And I want you to be successful in whatever your heart's desire is. So ladies, start with three. When I coach clients who are exploring which life career option they want going forward, again, we explore only three options at a time. 
it's much more productive and easier when comparing or contrasting the different options that are out there. So get quiet. Pick your top three heart's desires that you want to tackle over the next 90 days. Those heart's desires will actually create the structure for what you do every single day. Let it be your compass and you'll see progress every single week. I promise you that in 90 days, your life is going to look very different. Now, on the topic of the magazine, if you're a woman who is ready to be inspired, self-reflecting, and likes to laugh a little, subscribe to Be The Real You magazine. Go to my website, sherryharmel.com, and click subscribe. It's only $29 a year for four issues. That's like, what, uh, four, five Starbucks coffees? Something like that. Like I said, you'll be inspired by the stories of the women I interview. You'll get a few self-confidence building tips because I think that's always important for women. Maybe a guest writer or two will share something about style or self-care. I always have a good read with tea where I highlight a favorite book because as you know, I love to read. Plus, I always have a little article about my life reimagined in Paris, a glimpse into my life in the city of light. Now, once you subscribe, if you have specific requests for the magazine, please do tell me. I love hearing any and all suggestions from you, and I mean that. Thank you for sharing your precious time to listen to this podcast. Do subscribe and please leave a review because reviews so much matter in this world. But most important, I want you to connect with your heart's desire. That is the doorway to exploring who you truly are and what it is you truly want. Be the real you. Take good care and see you soon. Abiento. If you enjoyed this episode and want to spend more time with creating your own life reimagined, you can start by taking my free mindset quiz. It's on my website, so just go to sherryharmel.com. And what you'll get at the end of that quiz is what is the number one mindset obstacle that you have that's keeping you from living your dream? Mindset is the key to living a life you love. Have a wonderful day and I'll see you in the next episode. Bye for now.